the social introvert welcome back to a brand new episode of the social introvert podcast i'm your host sid davis this is episode 426 you can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as soundcloud stitcher apple podcast google podcast and spotify if you want to follow me on social media you can do so by following me on instagram and twitter at i said davis i have other social media handles the instagram podcast page is at the social introvert podcast twitter is at social intro pod you can also follow me on tiktok tiktok is at i said davis and i'm over the bynk radio tiktok page that is at bynk radio also send your thoughts you got any questions you need any advice send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com so real quick i just want to get this out of the way this is pretty much old news at this point uh, it's been old news i don't know why people are re-reacting or i guess if that's a word to this little mermaid thing okay this was news a few years ago and even then around twitter there was like a major uproar about it over a half human half fish something that doesn't exist as far as we know we don't know that really like i mean it's naive to think that we're the only beings in existence but anyway uh the trailer officially dropped hadn't seen a trailer uh i just knew that Halle bailey of chloe and Halle duo Halle, uh, chloe and Halle fame excuse me uh i just knew that she was going to be ariel and that was that and i was like oh whatever all right but i'm 33 years old okay i have gray hairs coming in on the top of my hair now i think as of recent more are starting to come in so i'm gonna look like like i said i'm gonna look like steve martin by the time i hit 45 probably i'm 33 years old don't be asking me I don't look. I don't want no grown ass man asking me about this Little Mermaid shit. I don't care. I want a Thundercats film. I want a Voltron movie. Hell, I want a Brave Star movie. Brave Star is a little cheesy and corny. Thundercats can be a little cheesy and corny if you think about it in the live action aspect. But they gave us some Transformers. I don't see why they can't give us the damn Thundercats movie. And I've been asking for Thundercats since I was in middle school you know what i'm saying like my grandmama put me on the thundercats when i was a kid and i thought it was it was still is some of the greatest shit ever i just i don't see what the big deal is i get it okay we're gonna have people come out and and say what they have to say about it they're gonna have very nasty things to say i don't know why people are getting upset like you know what to expect right um i have never been the type of kid growing up feeling like i need to be represented on television or anything like that i i never felt like i connected with the black kid from recess or gerald from hey arnold uh the 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 pjs the eddie murphy claymation show from back in the day i i i never felt like like oh man they're 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 really showing us how how we how we live and how we act I've never, I've always felt like I was Batman. I can also be Spider-Man. Hell, I was Spider-Man when I was in, what, the third grade. I was, 
I was the Red Power Ranger when I was like four or five years old. Batman is still my favorite comic book hero till this day. So I just have this wild imagination that I can be these things. I don't try to go out and just act on it like, well, you know what? I'm going to show up to a comic con and dress up as Batman and see how many people are going to say nasty things about me. It's like y'all are looking for people to say something to you so you can walk around, act like your fucking feelings are hurt. Like, get over yourselves. And I get it. The little girls were reacting like, oh, my God, she's a black mermaid. That's cute. That's cool. Kids are kids. They're going to do and, and think they're going to be excited regardless. So I have nothing to say to them. It's it's you adults and some of you young ass adults that are creeping up on the cusp of adulthood shut your ass up and sit down we don't care oh i've always uh, we're finally getting representation like fine that's cool me personally i don't give a shit i just don't i don't feel like i need to go out and and sit here and say well you know what since there was no black cartoon characters like y'all that's how y'all talk about it y'all talk about it as if there have not been black media spaces from before we can't sit here and expect for white people to throw us in our media spaces or say hey you know what we're gonna make a black version of this and black version of that and then just go weak at the fucking knees every damn time i'm not impressed the whole Black Panther thing, that's cool, whatever. I'm still not impressed. I don't care about that. Because later when something happens, you know, big tragedy, someone murdered by the hands of police, unarmed. They're going to say, well, we gave you Ariel. Obama was in office. What more do you want? You know what I'm saying? Just, nah, fam. I, I don't care. I don't care. Let's go out and actually create our own shit and stop expecting these motherfuckers to not motherfuckers let me stop inspect for folks to accept us it's like it's this thing like we're asking to be accepted so hard for whatever reason i don't get it like i can see listen the lgbtq community they don't give a fuck i don't speak for them whatever you know what i'm saying but it's like the lgbtq community they don't give a fuck they're going to do what they do and keep rocking. Now, there are some nuances within that community. There's some racism. There's a lot of stuff going on with that, which I don't know about. I'm not well-educated enough. Again, not really speaking for them as a whole. But from the outside looking in, it seems to me as if when shit gets a little rocky, they know when to team up and come together and get shit taken care of. I just don't see... When it comes to us as black people, we just have to go weak at the fucking knees for every goddamn thing. We There's some things here and there where we can, you know, yeah, man, that's dope, blah, blah, blah. But every time, I, I don't know. Like, I'm so confused. But it's cute to see the black and brown girls get excited for this. It's, that's wonderful to see. But you childish, and y'all more childish than the damn children. I just, I don't get it. I don't give a fuck. Why do we have another never-ending story? I know that has nothing to do with anything, really, at this point. No one's asking for that. <laughs> Nobody's asking for no damn never-ending story. Give me my Thundercats movie. That's what I want. That's what I want, okay? God damn, like, I just... You ask for something, and you, you just can't receive it from the gods of 
theater or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, calm down. It's a movie made by Disney. And it's a live action version of something that we've seen before. Seems to me that they're running out of ideas. They're creatively bankrupt. There's another theory behind that too. And I want to applaud. I want to applaud the creatives of today. Okay. I just want to applaud them on not accepting these deals. Kind of like two, three, maybe four decades ago. Where people are coming up with ideas and they're just running to the biggest corporation because they know they're going to see their name in lights and they're going to be famous and it's going to be a household name. And in years down the line, they're in court fighting to get the property back. That's the problem with Marvel now with these superheroes. That's been a problem with Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. They're just now getting their rights back after 35 years. Both of those powerhouse horror movies have been under contractual agreement hell for 35 years and they're just now getting the rights back they're talking about bringing a new jason movie on they don't even know if they're really going to come out with one by 2023 but now that you know things are kind of settled and there's water under the bridge hey who knows might get some new jason don't really want it don't care for it let's get some more horror movie icons here but yeah same thing with freddie 35 years, the rights are back. Don't know if I really want another Freddy. I honestly don't. But hey, <laughs> the creator has their shit back. My point to all of that is I applaud the creatives of today because they don't care. They're turning down deals. The baby that they created, they want to sit here and say to themselves at the end of the day, hey, I created this. This is mine. It's a household name. And Deep down, they're also thinking, hey, I didn't have to rely on a big studio or corporation to throw this out there. Like, I did this in my own room or backyard, wherever you did this. And this is where I commend Zack Snyder for completing the Snyder Cut, the nightmare sequence, the ending scene with uh, Batman and Martian Man Manhunter, which really was supposed to be Green Lantern. He did that in his neighborhood. The nightmare sequence, I think, was right in his driveway or something like that. And some of that in his backyard, you got, no matter what you think about Zack Snyder, you have to applaud him for that. Like, that was amazing. But, like I said, um, Little Mermaid's coming out. I don't know when. Don't care. I just want my damn Thundercats movie. Here I am complaining like a kid, uh, <laughs> wanting a 70s cartoon made for children to come to life to the big screen. And I'm sitting here talking about other people acting like kids over a damn Disney movie, who, whatever, anyway, let's get into some music real quick, so, where is my phone, I just got a new phone today, or the other day, uh, but I've been messing around with it all day today, uh, we have a new joint by Smoke Dizza and Currency, oh boy, uh, any <laughs> Anyway, it's been a while since we heard from Smoke Dizzy. He's been busy with podcast shit. He's been busy with a lot of things. Um, I believe this is on his upcoming album. Don't know the name of it, but this is Wish Upon a Star. Check it out. Wish upon a star and the roof for the rose. A hundred pair forces a ton of gold. 
Fresh upon the star and the roof for the rolls. A hundred pair of Air Force, a ton of gold. Is to let them see you living without stress. Without I keep it player, can have any experts that I select. Jamming and having things, I'm wondering who next. But no doubt I'm ready for it. How many stages blaze? How many jets boarded? I smoked five joints, water in my garden this morning. Had Beverly, my twin, that's cool food. We both ballin'. Belly out of lust, that Cleco in the cut, mix them up. I got the cars that you don't drive. You pay somebody else to sit up front. Drop you off at the dinner spot. Come back and pick you up. Mostly it's my bro, though. Artillery tuck. I'm in the back with a fat journalist in the cold cup. Bitch, text me about pull up. Bitch, guess what? Wish upon a star on the roof for the road. A hundred pair of Air Force is a ton of gold. Yeah. Wish upon a star on the roof for the rose. A hundred pair of Air Force is a ton of gold. Once again, that is Wish Upon a Star by Smoke Dizza and Currency. is a brand new single. Go check that out. Available on all music streaming services. Speaking of Currency, he has a new mixtape out called The 8-Ball Jacket. You can go to his website, jetlifeapparel.com. Download it for free. And it's it's pretty much a, a spin on, on old Currency where he just came out swinging in 2009, rapping on other people's beats and doing it better than them. Um, <laughs> that's out now I still have not listened to the 8-Ball Jackie yet I know, shocker I have not dropped anything to listen to Currency I've I just been I've been busy lately uh, But yeah I will get on that ASAP So, I came across An article By HotNewHipHop.com And it was saying Which was I, I don't know why this was news I just, I don't get it. It was saying that Diddy was executive producer behind the Nipsey Hussle album, Victory Lap. And I said, (laughs) I said, wait a minute. We knew this. (laughs) There were sessions with Diddy and Nipsey Hussle. I think one of the more notable clips were the, I think it was, what song was that? Let me look at the track list. Blue Laces 2. Diddy was in the studio with him. Uh, I think not even an executive producer, but he was labeled as executive composer. Uh, but oh, you can kind of you know put two and two together and say, hey, Diddy had his hands on this. I don't know why this is news, really. I don't know what you're trying to say. I don't want to speculate and go into stupid theories. I'm just, I'm a little theoried out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, be the one to sit here and say well hell there's this theory that diddy you know no one really stays long with diddy and you know if biggie stayed with diddy he would have got got too you know he, he would have had a shitty end of the deal and it, i don't know there's a bunch of theories that go into the whole biggie and diddy thing i don't want to get into that shit makes me sad and any other 
rapper or R&B singer that's been with him. They're no longer there with him. Um, I don't want to put Nipsey in that same category, but I can see how one would put him in that same category. I just, to me, I'm still not over that Nipsey shit. That it still upsets me a little bit. And I know it upsets a lot of people. I don't want to be the one to sit here and say, well, I was listening to Nipsey before all of you, which technically, yeah, I was. But and that's kind of part of it. It's just the come up of watching Nipsey where he was before Bullets With No Name and then to see him get up to where he was with mailbox money. And I'm like, okay, when the fuck is Victory Lap going to drop? And it drops and it exceeds expectations. And then, you know, he meets his demise. It's just like, what? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> this ain't cool. Like, this isn't fair. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorite rappers, you know, out of the West Coast. And um, same thing with Juice World. Like, a lot of people think I'm joking because he's one of those singy songy rappers. I am a huge Juice World fan. Like, a a huge Juice World fan. He's just one of those other ones that looking at him, what he could have become, and he was well on his way. Mac Miller, another one, is just man. Especially Mac Miller's um, transition from the party rap to, I would say neo soul, because that's where he was. He was leaning hard into that neo soul shit. <laughs> Especially with the uh, the swimming album, I was like, oh shit. I don't know, Divine divine Feminine and Swimming. Between those two, he was leaning hard into that Neo Soul shit. But yeah, R.I.P. to all of them. And uh, this this Munch shit. Uh, goodness gracious. Her name is Ice Spice. Brand new single out. Breakout single, I guess. I don't know. I hope this shit does not last long. But I know the ones that, like me, who really don't like the song... We're only going to be the ones to really push it further. So <laughs> I went on a little I went on a little Instagram story rant uh, making fun of Ice Spice. Listen, Ice Spice is cute. She's a very pretty girl, conventionally attractive, with long hair, with extensions, okay? I don't know what that... I, it looks like a renews it puff mop whatever the fuck what is that shit on her head it looks like an extra or something like a prop from a tyler perry set take that off go back to the long hair because i saw i saw like one or two interviews with ice spice and i'm like oh man i was like she's cute okay all right i said okay i see the vision like i, I see the vibe she a vibe i see it man she got like a couple of videos where she wearing that cabbage patch shit on her head, man. I say, fam, what is this? She looked like <laughs> she looked like Annie, bro. <laughs> she looked like Annie, man. And I'm like, take that Annie shape up shit off. Like that shit is not cool. Go away. But you know, the the dudes is simping hard for her. I don't get it. Um. She explained what munch means, and even now, I still don't understand it. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga's a munch. Niggas that eat it, he ate it for lunch. I, I don't know. 
I don't like them fucking drill beats either. I don't like the drill beats. I keep saying that. And I know I sound like a hater. I hate the drill beats. I officially hate it now. I can't do it. It's the same shit. It sounds like reggaeton. And I know I'm going to probably get my ass kicked. <laughs> By a bunch of y'all. be like, what you mean you hate reggaeton? I don't really. I like the old reggaeton. Um, this new shit that they doing is just weird. And it's trap infused and it's just it doesn't sound good i like don omar and tego calderon and and daddy yankee and all those guys like i like bad bunny a little bit you know what i'm saying i think he's cool i think he's fucking great i like bad bunny but this this newer shit i can't get with but yeah them drill beats bro sound up that Wee 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to mimic a drill beat. I don't like the drill beats, man. Like Jesus. Like I just wanna see listen, this is what I did, right? So I was somewhere where I had no control of when I could leave or not, right? It was just basically, look, yeah, we gonna leave at this time, blah blah blah. So I was there all damn evening, and I couldn't take it. I was gonna lose it because all they would play is this drill shit, and I'm like, every song sounds the damn same, and I was, I wanted to cry at some point. <laughs> the next day, which is I'm recording this right now on Saturday, like when you hear this. It's a Wednesday, obviously, but I'm recording this right now as we speak. Saturday evening, Saturday morning, I woke up earlier this morning and I listened to Pete Rock and CL Smooth's The Main Ingredient. It's one of my favorite albums ever. Uh, Not a bad song, not a skip, not a one. You can put that shit on and let it just play. I had to cleanse my palate. Because I can't take the drill beats, bro. I, I can't do it. Like, I'm going to scream if I hear another. Listen. Before the, the 5 year foreign Kanye West and Alicia Keys song came out. City of Gods. I was excited. I was like, oh, this shit might be a banger. Like, I can't wait to hear this song. And it sounds like a. I don't know. It, it just sounds like a cruise ship song. I, I don't know how to explain it kind of like where you get a cover band to play for a cruise ship and they play like red hot chili peppers and it sounds moderately okay but it sounds nothing close to what red hot chili peppers do (laughs) city of gods reminds me of that it's like we're gonna put our own spin to jay-z's empire state of mind and you know, this one's going to be special. And it just sounds nowhere close to as cool as Empire State of Mind. I don't even really like Empire State of Mind, to be truthful. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just, I really hate that City of God song. <laughs> but no, um, back to Ice Spice. Cute girl. Bring the, the blonde extensions back. You were really, really cute. Um, but lose the Annie shape up. That shit is not fly. You look you look like a fucking cabbage patch doll. I'm sorry. You just sheesh. I can't I can't I can't do it. 
uh, one half of Little Brother, rapper Big Pooh, dropped a brand new album called To Dream in Color. And it's really hard to kind of put together my top 10 list of the year. I do it every year. And this year has been very, very difficult. And I was like, you know what? Okay, you know, rapper Big Pooh. You know, a lot of people like Fonte more than they like rapper Big Pooh. I kind of like both, but I still prefer Fonte at the, the end of the day. You know, Fonte does shit with the Foreign Exchange. I'm still waiting. I can't wait for the next Foreign Exchange album. Love that R&B grown man. I, I just, I love their fucking music. Um, <laughs> I love Fonte when he raps. I like when he sings by himself even. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, rapper Big Poo, rapidy rap, you know, he'll hook up with uh, a producer and just murder all their beats. This new album, To Dream in Color, is a little different. I don't know how long this took him to do. I don't know how long he was sitting on this. This album is beautiful. I would argue that this album... And people might like, what you talking about, man? No, Fonte is the shit. I would argue <laughs> that this album is better than Fonte's Charity Starts at Home and his previous album, which is, I think it's, um, I think it's called No, yeah, No News is Good News. Sorry. And you could say, well, Tickle Arrow is another album, but. Tigalero was a collaboration album between him and Eric Roberson, but I guess you could still count it. Look, man, and this is, I'm only comparing it to Fonte's first two albums. Rapper Big Poos to Dream in Color is so beautiful, dog. Like, just the instrumentation, the drums, the. This is what I'm trying to figure out. How long had he, did he sit on this? The he's singing, he's singing on the album. And I'm like, I didn't know rapper Big Pooh could carry a tone. Like, what the fuck? What is happening here? You know, th there's always like that joke where you know people are like, man, rapper Big Pooh be getting left in the dust. And yeah, you could say back then, but as of recent last few years, he has dropped some very awesome albums it's just this one right here this brand new album is so good and, and it's i'm contemplating like if i should even touch the top 10 list again that i put together is making it very hard for me to not touch it you know what i'm saying is i'm like holy shit and i let that album play four different times back to back and i'm like yo what what's happening man what is happening he's just one of those ones kind of like where uh like mob deep for instance you know a lot of people they they gravitate more towards prodigy but then you also have to look at havoc they kind of try to it's like they try to play havoc sometimes but not realizing havoc is the one that be bringing them dope ass beats and havoc can rap too so there's a that's one fact or two factors to him um nerd most of y'all don't know who shay haley is really like that he is a member of nerd he's the guy that's on the front cover of the first album that infamous cover but shay haley be doing some shit too that nobody really wants to take notice it's, 
it, y- y'all see where I'm going with this. People always looked at rapper Big Pooh as kind of like the weaker link for whatever reason. I don't get it. I've always liked his solo projects, even the the collaborative albums he's done with Knots and the one that he's done with Focus, which is, what was that called? RPM? Produced by Focus? Yeah. This album right here, I didn't even take the time to see who produced these tracks and who arranged this shit together, who mixed and mastered it. This album is beautiful. <laughs> I might have to go up and just look at my top 10 list again and say, okay, do I need to take something off or do I need to do the honorable mentions? Because, and the reason why I'm so like adamant in not trying to change it is because I want to strictly keep it at 10 projects this year. And that's it. No honorable mentions, no nothing, no none of that just 10 but it's really hard every time i hear something new the gwen bun album did the same shit to me <laughs> shout out to rapper big poo to dream and color is everywhere on streaming services go check this album out it's so dope uh let me see what else i want to play real quick um what do i I might play something from uh pip millet i played something from pip millet last week she dropped a new EP called Heal. Actually, no, I don't want to do that. No. I don't even want to. No. We're going to go back. So, one of my buddies, producer DJ, Free, shout out to Free, dropped his newest single called Gold, featuring Denny Love. Denny Love is a vocalist. Never heard of Denny Love before, but he was like, listen to this. He said, please. He's like... Uh, play it on your podcast or wherever you're at just play it but real quick once again this is called gold by free featuring denny love check it out You're like royalty, this is your king 
once again that's gold by free featuring denny love it's a brand new single off of the upcoming project i don't know the name for it but he is working on a full-length project finally finally after all these years all he does is just he just djs that's all he does but shout out to free love you man um talk to you real soon so before i go um I saw Pat Stay's name trend, battle rapper Pat Stay, and I just ignored it. Like, I I didn't know why his name was trending. I thought something, like, major was coming from him, and I didn't realize he had passed um, prior to PMB Rock's passing. So I just want to say rest in peace to Pat Stay. If you're not familiar with Pat Stay, just, just go and Google him. Hop on YouTube. See if you can just pull up his battles. Go check him out. Um... The PMB Rock situation, man. We got more of these. Now, first off, we had just a regular degular ass folks saying what they wanted to say to make it about themselves and blaming PMB Rock's uh, uh, child's, uh, you know, the the mother of his child. We also have celebrities now feeling like they need to chime in on the situation. Even his celebrity friends who have a lot to say, blaming her continuously. And it's just like, wait, wait a minute. One in, in particular, it just bothered me. Um, Spice One. I'm a huge Spice One fan. But there's no need for you to even come out and say anything either. He says, Snoop Dogg was confronted by Bloods on a set of training day. As if we give a fuck who Snoop was confronted by. Like, one, okay, I get it. PMB Rock is the really cool, vibey, laid-back dude. Snoop Dogg is pretty much that type of guy. Really laid-back, vibey, cool, easy to talk to, it seems, and just a funny guy. Um, but he's also part of the Rolling 60 Crips, or I don't know if he's still... I, I don't know. I don't know about these gang ties. I don't give a damn stop making it about you or someone else's situation this is a completely different situation i don't see why people have this knack to just sit here and have or be the first person to say something just shut up send your condolences to his family stop blaming people stop mentioning other people who have been through other things completely different from PMB Rock. Snoop Dogg Snoop Dogg knows which Roscoe's chicken and waffles to go into. PMB just probably didn't know. He was just like, well fuck. Roscoe's chicken and waffles, man. You know, I'd love to eat there. Let's go there. You know what I'm saying? Who gives a fuck if the natives who live around there knew that it wasn't safe to go into that Roscoe's chicken and waffles? They know that. If it was so look okay listen if it was that important to them they could have just said hey yo pnb uh it ain't safe over here please you know it should have been if there were some bystanders because i'm pretty sure there were bystanders it was reported that people were pulling out their phones recording him bleeding out so that that's my other problem too you you motherfuckers in your phones too like come on but i say all of that to say just stop making it about you you're the one that's still breathing. PMB Rock is no longer living. 
shut the fuck up, sing your condolences, and just keep it moving. If you want to help the family out, help the family out. Try to find ways to do that. Stop. Goodness gracious. This social media shit is just draining the shit. Um, <laughs> I just... I, Jesus Christ, man. Anyway, I also wanted to get into... Um, Tory Lanez also says uh, this year has been meh when it came to music. Tory Lanez is getting ready to drop his newest album called sorry for what i believe the lead single is it doesn't matter i like that song a lot i'm a huge tory fan you making the claim that this year has been very meh your newest album better have some heat and i'm pretty sure it will have some heat but that that statement you made was kind of kind of crazy uh we'll, we'll see when the album drops <laughs> we will see but anyway, um, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 426. Real quick, shout out to the John Effect Podcast. Shout out to 12 Kyle. Shout out to Random Tandem, Conversation Con Artists, Ignorant Philosophy, Reasonable Ignorance, The Drunken Nights, We Came From Bad News, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, and of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Cole Jackson. Cole Jackson is the host of Thursday Night Lights. Thursday Night Lights is a radio show powered by BYNK Radio. It airs every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Tune in. Also, shout out to Rain Coleman, who is the host of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. And shout out to Whitney Janae. She is the host, alongside with co-host Rose, the artist of the Sex with Friends Podcast. Make sure you check all our podcasts out under the BYNK Radio Podcast Network. Last but not least, shout out to Robin Mortal. He is one of our BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to BYNKRadio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see Social Introvert. And um, as always, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. And I'll see you guys Thursday. Peace. The social introvert. Slow down.
WYK for the radio.